but let's be real, knowing what we know now, would we still work together? Um, first, first episode of the Thread the Needle podcast. Matt and Jacqueline. I'm Jacqueline. Marciante. Obviously. We're married. So why did we start a podcast? We started a podcast. I feel like we've been talking about this for a while. I think you wanted to start a podcast like four years ago. Mm-hmm. And then I was the one kind of hesitant about it. But yeah, dragging your feet a little bit. For sure. But I think we are finally ready because, you know, I think we've been through a lot in the last seven years as business owners, being in the entrepreneurial space, also working together and being married. I feel like we have a lot of stories. Yeah. Yeah. We spend pretty much every waking moment together. Yeah. uh, Either working or living together. And so we thought, you know, what better way to make that easier than to spend a little bit more time together and do a podcast. Yeah. So just. Yeah. Being around each other all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's fun, though. Like you said, you know, we've learned a lot. We've grown a lot. I think we have a lot of stories to tell um some funny some nerve-wracking but all of them entertaining just from our personal experiences and then we got to meet a lot of really cool people along the way too and so i think it'll be fun to start to introduce some people let them tell their stories and kind of compare notes a little bit and have some pretty fun dialogue around this space um makers creatives business owners entrepreneurs yeah kind of all live in the same vein and so yeah i'm excited why do you feel like we named our podcast thread the needle like i have my definition and then yeah so i like that it's kind of a double meaning Mm -hmm. um literally threading a needle because we sew Mm -hmm. lots of things you know in our workshop Uh, So the literal sense of threading a needle, but then also threading a needle, like doing something difficult, like fitting in a tight spot or uh, making it through something challenging. And that's, you know, that plus endurance Mm -hmm. is kind of the true definition of small business or startups or entrepreneurs or anyone who's out to do something on their own, Mm -hmm. you know, at some point has to thread the needle and do something really difficult to get to the next step. Yeah. That's that's right on with what I was going to say, just mo- maneuvering through difficult situations and coming out of that. Um, and I feel like that's pretty much our story, the resilience that we have yeah. with our story and how we started. Um, yeah, it's going to be really great to share a lot of those experiences. Yeah, I like the word maneuvering because mm-hmm. it talks about really the, the strategy, the step-by-step, you know, kind of the tactical execution of how people got through um you know situations because you hear a lot of people tell stories like yeah my back was against the wall i was in this Mm -hmm. situation and i made it through Mm -hmm. it's like well awesome but what's more helpful is if you can kind of walk us through the step-by-step of like how did you get through that and i think that's more interesting to me so yeah i think the unique part of our story is when we started um, our business when we started our company and then also being newly married, uh, we highly recommended by the way, 
It's great timing. <laughs> we got a lot of feedback of it's going to be hard. You're going to deal with some highs and lows and wins. But I don't think we ever really felt the uh, pressure and a lot of the things that we now know that you're going to go through as a small business owner or starting a startup and what that's actually like. So when you say we didn't feel the pressure, you mean we didn't get enough of a heads up? Yeah. Because I feel like we definitely felt our fair share of pressure. Well, for me, it's like I definitely didn't see a lot of it coming. Yeah. Like I had an idea of what was what it was going to be like. And then once we dealt with some of the things that we dealt with, I would have been like, wow, I wish I was prepared for that a little bit. Yeah. I think this is something that will be fun to kind of pull back the curtain and help people understand this. But I think just like a lot of people in the beginning, we kind of fell victim to how social media glamorizes small business and entrepreneurship and like right. starting a brand online and mm-hmm. do it through social media. And it's mm-hmm. super easy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I think we thought the same thing stepping mm-hmm. into this. And so learning a lot of things the hard way and putting the pieces together to get to where we are definitely looked a lot different than probably what either one of us expected. And so, yeah, I think we're used to seeing the glitz and glam and a lot more people are used to seeing that, but not very many people dive into what's really going on behind the scenes. And I don't even think we got to see that with other business owners that we've come across with and really see the stories behind it, unless we're like reading a book, you know what I'm saying? So, and seeing the stories of like where they started and where they are now. Yeah, I mean, because people just share the highlights. For sure. Like, nobody wants me to post my spreadsheets right. on Instagram <laughs> stories and talk about how excited I get by, like, a 0.02% change yeah. from one day to the next. And so, yeah, it looks easier than it is because of that. Yeah. So, so people are probably wondering, you know, how did we start, why we started? So you want to talk through a little bit about that? Before we started, I was in student ministry and the youth pastor starter kit is skinny jeans and Chelsea boots. (laughs) And so I was looking for some Chelsea boots on my own. I didn't really like the market because there were really expensive ones that were really nice. uh, And then the ones that were more affordable are more like the fast fashion lane. And I just, I hate the quality standards and I hate that they fall apart so quickly. And I, I know I don't like the companies that sell them. And so Um, my dad has been in footwear for pretty much my whole life over 30 years. And so I just started asking him how hard would it be to make my own Chelsea boot? Mm -hmm. And once I found out how relatively not hard it is, um, and the price point to make a really nice, like super high quality Chelsea boot that would rival the ones I was looking at that were like a thousand dollars and up, you know, the idea kind of clicked. Like, what if we made this a thing like what if we made boots for other people too and started a brand and I think that's kind of when you and I started having the conversation of doing something creative together and you know what if this shoe line turns into a thing yeah and then it kind of did yeah we definitely had the conversation so to back up a little bit we got married in 2015 then we had more of the conversations of starting something together in 2016 and then we launched in 2017, which is kind of crazy because we were still fast. newly married. Yeah. And um, would you recommend that now, now that you know? <laughs> you know, it depends on what kind of person you are. Um, <laughs> if you're the kind of person that would rather just 
like rip the bandaid off and like get something over with, then sure. Why not? You're already in that pressure cooker of getting to know someone and learning how to live together and you know, all that stuff. Like why not just throw one more wrinkle, you know, into the mix and also learn how to navigate business conversations and work-life balance and you know sometimes when to wear the husband hat versus when to wear the co-worker or business partner hat and just do it all at the same time but if you're the kind of person that needs to process and needs like space and time then absolutely not should okay. definitely take your time but let's be real knowing what we know now would we still work together um i just I would put you in the hot seat <laughs> I would say zero chance. For sure. I completely agree. No chance. Yeah. Like it's maybe, maybe 1%. Yeah. Because it is fun. I do like what we're doing right now. Um, but I mean, even in the last like year, mm-hmm. anytime there's a new initiative outside of our two brands, yeah, I'm definitely doing it by myself. Yeah. And I don't pull you into stuff now. Because um, we need that. There's It's a healthy separation. For sure. Right. Like we... There has to be some amount of mystery between us in conversation. There has to be stuff to talk about. Yeah. If you see everything I see all day long, then it's just too much. I think knowing what we know now, we basically went through a lot a lot of seasons together. So we experienced the highs, we experienced the lows. And I think the pandemic was the turning point, I think, for our business. And so we were really on a high in 2019 and then once the pandemic happened in 2020 i think restructuring what we knew and what we were basically fond of and being on routine and finally getting like our foot wet like it was it was kind of a turning point in our marriage too i think um when it all kind of happened together and yeah, I, I mean, even, you know, even for non-business owners, yeah, you know, the quarantine phase of for sure. being stuck in the same confined space with the same person for a long time is, is not healthy or fun for anyone. But then you add the pressure of yeah. making important business decisions, too. And yeah, it's tough. It yeah. becomes like a pressure cooker for sure. But getting through that and getting through like those dark and traumatic times and figuring out like, oh, what are we going to do with our business and personal because we also work together? Um, coming out of that, I think, shows us as a couple that we are resilient, that we were not ready to give up and we were basically going to push to make this work and make our business work, but also have the boundaries of like figuring out how we are as a couple together and then also how we are as a business couple. Yeah. I mean, we just kind of fast tracked a lot of that learning process, Yeah, you know, rather than taking years to learn some of these lessons and learning things about each other, it happened like within a span of months or sometimes weeks, uh, just through much faster trial and error. And yeah, Finding those moments, um, you know, like even during the week right now, um, why don't you tell them what our routine looks like <laughs> as far as how, the time we spend together? So Monday through Friday, we're pretty much all together. And then once we're home, we eat dinner together and then we kind of do our own thing separately just so we can get, you know, our space and time yeah. alone to reset, especially me because I'm way more of the introvert than you are. So That's true. Yeah. And then you kind of go into your man cave. Yeah. It's either <laughs> weeknights. I'm thankful that we have a guest bedroom because yeah. I'm watching basketball. 
uh, or I'm leaving, going to the movies, um, but pretty much doing anything other than sitting in front of you and talking to you. <laughs> uh, we Guys, just, we love each other. Okay, <laughs> we, really, we really do love each that's other. That's <laughs> actually why we make these decisions, though. So, um, no, that's that's great. Yeah, all that to say to go back. I think it takes a special person to work with your spouse, your partner, whatever you want to call it, and then starting a business with that person, you have to be really prepared for more so of the challenges that are in the mix um, than the higher moments and kind of navigating that both professionally and personally. Yeah. Um, I think seven years in, which, yeah, we're basically going to be celebrating seven years as a company this year, um, I can honestly say it took that long to get to a place where we're both comfortable and we kind of know what our breaking points are yeah. and what we're both really good at. Yeah. So talk about um, kind of staying on this topic of like the dynamic between the two of us. Mm-hmm. Talk about like the social balance. Like what does that look like in a like a group setting? Like shine some light on that for the for the people. Um, like outside of a, work? Yeah, like friends and family or even like in a group, like a mixer. If we go to like an event or a mixer or something, like the dynamic between the two of us. Because what everyone thinks, I'm less talkative, so everyone assumes that I'm yeah, the introvert. But Matt like you said, is definitely I'm the extrovert, the extrovert so. in the relationship. But yeah, you definitely come off quiet when people first meet you. So yeah, if we were to go to a networking event, I'm pretty much the starter. I am the... Small talk. Yeah, small talk. I can definitely get it in, ask like a bunch of questions, get the conversation going, but then you kind of swoop in and you end the conversation either with making a deal or figuring like how we can get that person into our business, you know, whatever that looks like. Even just getting to know people. Yeah. It's like you, you're way more approachable, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, You're better at starting the conversation, introducing yourself, introducing us. Um, but then after maybe five minutes, you kind of tap out and are ready to like take a break and go get a drink or get some food or just have some time to yourself. Um, and once I am introduced and kind of start getting warmed up, then, you know, I can be someone's best friend like 30 minutes later and we'll talk Yeah, the whole rest of the night. For so. sure. I'm, I'm definitely the person I can, Matt always makes fun of me because I can tell if I'm going to be someone's friend within the first five minutes. So you're very judgmental. Mm, I wouldn't say judgmental. I just can see if I can vibe with someone pretty quickly. And I'm usually always right. Just by kind of like making a judgment <laughs> about like what you believe about I mean, that person. It's just, you know, I feel like, well, no, I think it's women's intuition where you can kind of see if this is really going to go anywhere. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure women are going to agree with my stance on this. Okay. Sure. (laughs) But yeah, it's kind of a good fit though. It's like a, we have a nice like tag team dynamic in social settings. Yeah. Um, But the longer it goes on, the more you start to run out of gas. Mm Mm-hmm. There have been several times when I have to give Jack the keys and she waits for me in the car because I'm taking too long. Yeah. Um, Which I have no shame in doing that. I will literally just tap out in a conversation and walk away. Yeah. You will leave a party early real quick with no shame. Without saying bye. 
and I will already be out the door. But in my friendships, I'm like that too. Like if you really know me and we're at someone's house or we're having a conversation and it's two hours in and once like nine, 10 o'clock hits, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm done. So yeah, that's true. Okay. So back to business ownership, Mm -hmm. entrepreneurship, um, knowing what you know about it now, if you could go back seven years, would you step out and start your own business again? Or would you keep a nine to five job? No, I would still step out. I think that's the beauty of the journey, right? You kind of have to go through things, learn, educate yourself, and then see the rewards from it. But I think the reward is the journey. So I don't think I would necessarily even change what we've been through together and individually. Um, But yes, if I knew all the information I know now, 100%, I would still start. Because for me, I do like stability. I do like routine, but I don't like being stuck in a box or stuck in a space Mm -hmm. where I can't like think outside of it or be creative. Like I still want to be able to have that flexibility. Yeah. What about you? I definitely would. Yeah. Um, Especially, I think especially because like you said, it's the journey is the more rewarding part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And because like you said about seeing the fruit of it, it's very tangible. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, working on your own project is more like the more I do, the more I'm going to see or the more progress I can make. And you kind of have the full control of that. Um, And I'm one of those people that maybe it's a sickness, but I enjoy work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like what I do. And so it's even hard for me to turn it off. You know, sometimes at night, like I'll have a cool idea and have to jump on my computer after watching a movie or something. And I just know if I can spend 30 minutes working on this, then, you know, tomorrow we're going to see the fruit of that. And I just love that environment that it's, it's very tangible. And then I can, you know, flip switches and pull levers and immediately see results from that. So, um, yeah, I really like it. And there's nothing like the freedom of obviously creating your own schedule, but then additionally, if you have a creative idea, mm-hmm. n- not having to go through layers of bureaucracy before you actually get to try it or actually do it, you just do it. Mm-hmm. And if it works, cool, it was a good idea. If it doesn't work, then you learn from it and you move on to doing something else. I think that was probably my least favorite part of working in a corporate setting is Mm -hmm. coming up with creative ideas and then just having it shot down through a series of meetings without even trying it. Um, and just kind of felt like my creativity was being squashed. Um, and so this really lets me exercise that muscle and just try things. So I love it. Going back to the question of like working together, do you feel like, um, with what people know, from our story and then what we've come across with, do you feel like a lot of couples would start something together? Or do we even know a lot of couples that have started something together? I don't know that we do. We know a handful. Yeah. Um, But I think the ones that we know that are doing something together as a couple would also probably say they would do it differently. So I don't know. Hear me out on this. Do you feel like... I feel like our situation is a little bit unique because we're both founders of a business. So we are 
closely, like you're the founder, I'm the founder. So we're making decisions together. And some of those important decisions we still have to discuss. Whereas other couples that I've seen that work together, someone's the founder and the other partner is like just helping assist in a way. So it's like most of the time it's like a number one and a number two, but for us it's more like a one A, one B. For sure. Um, Yeah, that definitely presents its own challenges. Yeah. Um, It's nice because I feel like we both have ownership over different things. Mm -hmm. So we're able to carve out defined lanes and say like, I'm going to be in charge of this. So I'm not going to worry about any of that stuff. And then you're going to do the opposite. You know, you have your lane, you don't have to worry about mine. Mm -hmm. Um, But then obviously there's times when it clashes and the lanes, you know, intersect and then it kind of turns into a turf war. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so I I guess there's pros and cons to both sides, but I think you're right. I think a lot of times, uh, it's a little different setup and it's more like one person's kind of leading the charge and the other person is assisting them. And a lot of times too, what we see is one person start a business mm-hmm. and their spouse or partner is working another job up mm-hmm. to a certain point mm-hmm. and then they end up leaving that job to step in and support. But it's still different. It's still like a number one and number two type yeah. situation. So You said that, um, starting a business and working another job, which we definitely did and still kind of do in our own way. Yeah. But working a nine to five and doing this, let's talk about that. Yeah. That was crazy for the first couple of years that we did it that. It was. It was really hard. Um, but honestly, I feel like it's a smart move. Yeah. I think even now when I talk to people that, want to start something I still recommend that like holding on to that as long as you can just for the stability um the safety the routine like the routine helps as well yeah and I think you have to make sacrifice when you start something and take a risk like that you don't want to fully go into it without having some type of plan b which is what we did in the first couple years is having another job But you also have to have the mindset of like you are probably going to sacrifice your time and some things to make this work and see the end result because the end result is going to outweigh all the hardships that you go through. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, there's a lot to unpack here and I'm really excited for, you know, future episodes as we dig into this stuff, whether it's just the two of us or bringing on some of our friends, uh, family, you know, people we admire from afar, people we've worked with, getting to have some cool conversations and diving into some of these topics. Um, but yeah, I feel like this is a, a good first episode and I'm excited for people to finally hear Thread the Needle. Thread the Needle podcast, guys. Can't wait to share more. <laughs>